Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance, and quality design. That's Kia. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. You'll hear Sports ASA every weeknight at 6pm with me, Paul Bonzer, and again tonight with me, Dan Menzel from the Eagles Premiership Player all around good bloke. How are you, Mens? Have you recovered from the Super Bowl yet? Yeah, I, I have or I had recovered and then I listened <laughs> to a podcast on the way on in, on in here, in on here, sorry, Bonds, and um, yeah, just brought up why we lost and that we shouldn't have lost. So let's move on to the other sport that's happening around the world. All right, uh, we'll talk about the WPL auction, uh, the Women's India Premier League. We'll talk about that, some big money being handed around to the girls. Um Peter Bowl has tested negative in his B sample, so we'll mention that as yes. well. Um, you've got, picked your best AFL forward line. Yes, I have, uh, and it is absolutely correct. I played in the forward line bonds. It is the seven that you want. Seven best AFL forwards. Uh, and later in the show, uh, it's Sample Tuesday, so we're going to talk about the Sturt Footy Club, and our special guest from the Double Blues is Casey Voss. It is Casey Voss. We uh, go right to the top here on SCN at Sports Day SA, uh, and uh, the, why not go to the bloke who won the medal last year in the state game? Correct. Why not? Uh, you can be part of the show as well. 0427 154 166 is the text line. Or you can call in 1300 736 736 um, and be part of the show. All right. It's time for the hot topic. Thanks to Char Time, the home of freshly brewed tea. Thirsty at Char Time. Explore our ready made signature drink range inspired by Char Time fan faves. Wow. I feel good. Sports Day SA. I knew that I On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Men's Ash Gardner has made history being the first Australian to be selected in the new uh, Indian Women's Premier League. She was purchased by the Gujarat. 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 Yes. Thank you. Gujarat Giants. I was just going to say Giants, but <laughs> Gujarat Giants uh, for $558,000. Dollars that Australian. is that's not that is a nice pay pay. They get all of that, yes, which is great to see because we love money going into sport. We love money going into men's and women's sport, and so five hundred fifty eight thousand is incredible because the competition runs for a month and a month and a half, like the um yeah, six eight, to eight weeks, yeah, yeah, like the men's competition. So it's not like they're getting five hundred fifty eight thousand for the year; they're getting it for six weeks. So it's good to see there's some uh, good money in the competition and. Uh, Congratulations to Ash Gardner for being the highest paid Australian. Too. Yes, uh, and I believe that makes her pay uh, her salary better than Sam Kerr at Chelsea. Wow, that's a well, I mean, that's a talking point in itself. Mm. Um, that uh, it shows there's a bit of money in women's cricket, which there certainly is, is which is good um, because there's definitely money in in women's soccer. So. Um, there's some uh, some good names on there from Australia that uh, that could have been picked up for any sorts of money. Uh, what's a couple? That yeah, we can go Beth through? Mooney, uh, three hundred and fifty thousand. She's off to the Giants. Elise Perry, uh, two hundred ninety seven thousand to the Royal Chang- uh, Challengers. Bangalore, 
Our girl, Talia McGrath, $245,000. Thanks very much. She's off to the UP Warriors in Lucknow. Yes. Um, Meg Lanning went for 192. dollars Elisa Healy, only 122000 That's a bargain. That is a bargain. Lisa Healy. Lucknow's done well there with Elisa Healy and Tali McGrath for about $360,000 there. That's uh, a couple of really good pickups. Um, and speaking of bargain basement price, Megan Shute went for seventy k to the Royal Challengers. Yes. the Royal seventy k for, for the best one-day bowler, in, uh, T20 bowler in the world. That is, uh, that is basement price. And uh, I love that they've kept the uh, franchises for the men's and the women's the exact same as well. Yeah. So if you happen to... Here in Australia, get up late and watch the uh, the IPL, which I've done for the last couple of years, and I've followed at times the Delhi Capitals. Ricky Ponton's had a bit to do with them. Um, then you you have your men's team. You've got now the equivalent with the women's team as well, and there's plenty of Australians to follow. we got a caller on the line, men's. It's Troy from WA. Uh, welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Troy, how are you, my friend? It is summer, isn't it? Oh, bloody hot. <laughs> Man. Yeah, well, I think you're yeah. he's a day ahead of us, which means it would be cooking over there in WA today, wouldn't it? No, but actually we haven't had – I think we've had one day over 40, but we've had 35s and that. So, But, hey, it's okay when you're in a 24-degree man cave, so it doesn't really matter, boys, you know. Beautiful. Um, what do you got for us? Yeah. Oh, well, I've got two things. I want to soften you up, and then I want to ask you a hard-hitting hard question. Adam Bages, boy, do you know what he got for being the best coach in the BBL this season? Pat on the back, get to keep his job? Oh, well, that too, yeah. But he got a lifetime of beer from a local bar here. Wow. Is it a a good beer? True story, but, yeah. um, One condition, he's only allowed to drink one at a time. But anyway. (laughs) Hey, boys, what um, what I ran for... I believe the Crows and Port are coming over. Is it next week or the week after? Yes, they are. I think it's, uh, what, week and a half? It's next week, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, don't don't be nasty or anything. Like the last time I mentioned this, I got called a not a very nice name. Um, is this going to be Adelaide's camp or what? Well, they don't have camps anymore. Because <laughs> I've got two suburbs they can go to, boys. They can go in a loo or up a swan. <laughs> oh, Troy. They are actually suburbs of Perth. They are I'm, I'm aware. Oh, that's fantastic, <laughs> Troy. Thanks for your call. We love your work. Um, no, camps. Thanks, boys. They don't have camps anymore, Thanks, do they? Troy. No, they're uh, slightly different nowadays. Just like the match simulation and practice games, they, they call it something different nowadays, yeah. Hey, Peter Bowl. This is big news. His B sample has come back negative. Yeah, that is massive news because... That therefore means that he can't be positive or it can't actually be um, given as positive for his A sample. So in doing so, uh, Sport Integrity Australia has lifted the ban um, from that B sample that was negative, which is great. Great news. Great news. And he was... He was... Adamant. Yes, adamant. And now a lot are. They say, no, no, I haven't taken anything. Some say nothing. And they're normally the guilty ones. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it was great to see that he's been cleared. And, uh, yeah, I, there, there's an investigation going on as to how that happened too, which is a good thing. Yeah, and there has to be because yes. that's not good to drag his name through it if he has done nothing wrong. Um, did you see any of the Phoenix Open? 
I know I, you were entrenched in the in the Super Bowl. No, well, it led up perfectly. The Phoenix Open finished about an hour before the Super Bowl started. So for those people lucky enough who went to the Phoenix Open, then get a 10-minute Uber or a taxi down the road to the Super Bowl would have been an incredible day if you were on the 16th hole and then you went to the Super Bowl. Uh, and it was a good finish between some absolute stars in golf as well at the moment. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler regained the world number one position over Rory, uh, Rory McIlroy by winning the Open by a few shots. He won $5.2 million. It's one of the richest golf tournaments as well on the US Tour. I mean, it uh, pales in comparison to what they're getting in uh, the Live Golf Tournament. But uh, it's a nice pay pack at $5.2 million. Uh, He's he's come from nowhere, Scotty Scheffler. Like yep. two years ago, no one knew who he was. All of a sudden, he's won some big tournaments, uh, and he is as good as anyone in the world. One thing I did like: Jason Day finished fifth. Um, he started to show the form that he showed when he was number one in the world. Really yep. good signs for Jason Day. Yeah, it is, and it's nice too because he plays Augusta well. He plays the Masters well, and that's a couple of months away. So it's good to see that form coming, and it will give him confidence and give Australians confidence of him going into the Masters. Now, I saw a little story uh, by the North Adelaide Footy Club at Sample Tuesday, so we'll talk about this. Uh, yesterday, they posted something on their social media about some testing they're doing with their players, baseline testing for concussion. And they used a company called Neuroflex. There's a free plug. Um, but they're, they're using VR and other forms of testing to set a baseline for their players. My question to you is, um, do you at the Eagles do baseline testing? Was there baseline testing when you were playing AFL? And are you interested in what they're doing there at North Adelaide? Yeah, so a few questions. One, uh, we do at the Eagles. Uh, it's mandated uh, when you're at, at least a sample. And I imagine... Nowadays, at even your amateur league, your Saffle uh, league, that it is mandated. I felt it definitely is mandated. Uh, I think with what's happened in America with concussion, um, it's something now that no one wants to tread lightly. And so you've got to have these um, these mandates in place so that if you do get concussed, you've got to pass these tests. So we do. Uh, however, we don't have the VR as part of the testing, which I find very interesting because – um, some of the blokes who might not be the more intelligent blokes in the team, Bonds, uh, they question... The, Do you want to name those blokes? Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in the next <laughs> next segment, so stick around. But uh, they question um, the test because they go, I'm, I'm going to fail it anyway because I'm not that bright. And so this VR actually might take that completely out of it. There's no grey area. Um as to how you go in that test. So it's really interesting. Um, I'd be and, interested to see where it goes. Yeah, and also it gives them a more accurate, what they're saying, this company, it gives them a more accurate, I guess, um, line as to when the player should be allowed to come back and play. And I, I think that's really important. That's the next stage is not necessarily even when they can come back and play, but how they go in their day-to-day life. That's something that is missed a little bit here is that, um, some people are affected from this long-term, but also other people could have a month or two months where they're working during the week and they probably shouldn't be working, or at least maybe they should be back and back a little bit. And unfortunately, if you don't have the testing as good or at a really high level, you're not able to see this. So it's really important where this heads in the future. We might uh, try and get onto this company and get with someone on there from and just have a chat about what they do and what makes their product different and why uh, and how North Adelaide, maybe someone from North Adelaide to come on and just give us an insight as to 
why this is a little bit different, how it's supposed to be better. They're saying it's more efficient. Yep. And if it's a more efficient way of testing, then it probably should be the sample standard, shouldn't it? Well, it should be, absolutely. If, if, it, if not uh, AFL standard. Correct. Mm. And so um, there'll definitely be companies working with the AFL to really push ahead with this. Um, but uh, it's probably a trial thing with North Adelaide at the moment, and I'll be very interested to see the results of this uh, come to fruition and see what happens. Yeah, if you're interested, check out the North Adelaide Footy Club social media pages and you can see a little video there. It's pretty interesting. All right, uh, coming up on the show, we're going to do true or false. And later, we're going to speak to Casey Voss from the Sturt, Sturt Footy Club. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. You're listening to the summer edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. My name's Paul Bonzer. Alongside me, Ken Farmer medalist Dan Menzel. Menz, it's uh, been a good start to the show, but we are just looking after this show for David Wildey and Malcolm Blight, who will be back, I think it's uh, less than four weeks now. It is. They must be warming up, uh, doing their stretches. AFL season's not far away, so that will mean Woody and Blighty will be back. You'll be part of the show as well. 0427154166 is the text line. Menz is going to pick his AFL forward line later in the show, so maybe you can give him some tips. But it's now time for true or false. Kia, progressive technology, blistering performance, quality design. Sports Day SA. Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. All right, men's I won the toss. I'm going first. Uh, the first true or false, Jordan Dawson was the right call as Crows skipper. That is true. true. That is true for the Adelaide Crows with Jordan Dawson. Uh, I mentioned it yesterday that he's a liked player, but he's also a respected player. He's a guy who... Leads by example, uh, can win you a game of footy. And I think his development, although he'll be a better leader in a couple of years than what he is right now, with the likes of Sloan and Walker and other guys there, uh, they're going to help him along the journey. I think he'll be a very good leader for that footy club. What you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go to cricket. We're going to go to India. Uh, we, Australia, should play three spinners in the second test in Delhi. Um, that We have is... Sloan Kuhneman over. That is false because Travis Head will play and he'll be your third spinner. Yep, fair. That's that simple. All right, Travis Head will open the batting and replace David Warner in the next test. Uh, I'm going to go with true on that one. Uh, when Andrew McDonald got asked about this, he said, we're looking at the first test and working out what didn't work and we haven't even given it a second of thought. I don't think that was 100% true, his answer there. I think that he certainly would have doubled with the thought and I think that uh, Trav will. I think that Dave's struggling and Trav at the top of the order can face some um, fast bowling to start. Look, it won't be for long. They'll get the spinners on, but get himself in, try and go at a rapid rate like Rohit Sharma did for yes. India. Give us a good start that we can then have Smith um, and uh, Manus come in and, and bat well. So I like that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not sure. I still think Trav bats down but and Renshaw can open. Yep. But I think Dave Warner needs to have a rest because he's averaged 17 over the last two years. It's an interesting one. I'd, uh, I'm not playing Renshaw, so I'm playing Travis at the top of the order, but it's a great debate. All right. um, yep, we're going to stick with cricket. Uh, unfortunately, Australia will lose all their test matches in India. Is that true, Bonds? This is true. I think they're shell-shocked. I think they're, they're broken. 
uh, similar to a team getting belted in a grand final and trying to recover the following year, I think uh, their, their confidence is gone and I can't see them winning. I'd love for them to win, but I just I just can't see it. Mm, I know. And Delhi is a place where India plays even better than what they do at Nagpur. So, <laughs> Nagpur. so um, yeah, look, our chances aren't great. All right, men's. There should be a 16th hole like there is in Phoenix at every golf tournament. Yes, that is absolutely true. Uh, if you haven't seen hole lights or anything, just Google the Waste Management Phoenix Open. The 16th hole will come up. It is um, it is incredible. The uh, There are grandstands the whole way down the hole. Tiger Woods hit a hole in one there uh, more than a decade ago, and the crowd goes absolutely nuts. The other thing which I saw, Bonds, was – the crowd, I believe, don't have set seats. So at the start... Yes, I saw this too. When uh, when the crowd comes in, they're all lining up and the gates open and it is a mad rush to get to the seats. You've got people in all sorts of costumes. It's brilliant. It's brilliant for golf. I uh, love it. Yeah. It, there, there are some corporate facilities there as well, but yeah, basically it's general admission and you just run for the best seat you can. It's got that darts feel to it, to it doesn't it? A little it? bit, yeah. Um, yeah. It is, and it's uh, you're going to get a lot of different people who might not love golf that will come. Uh, live golf? Yep, exactly. Put, put stands around a hole. 100%. Why not? Let's do that down oh, at, West, at Grange there. Uh, last one on true or false bonds. Um, a little bit different tact here. The A sample of a drug test should not be public knowledge until after the B sample has come back, the results from that. Uh, yes, I think that's true. So this is... I, w- I would like to see that. This is on the back of Peter Boll testing positive on the A test. Everyone in the world now thinks that he's tested positive, thinks that he's a drug cheat. It's come back as negative. There's still going to be the stigma there. Hang on, you're the one who failed that drug test, aren't you? So if he has absolutely done nothing wrong, I think that he's been hung out to dry here by a bad or faulty test, if that is the case. It's pretty rare that the B test comes back Negative. It is. That's probably why this hasn't been brought up much because yeah. it almost never does. So they've almost been waiting. Who's going to be the first unlucky person? And Peter might be that. Look, there's still a chance that uh, you never know the actual result here, but that's what's going to happen. Everyone's going to go, look, maybe he did take drugs, unfortunately, now when he might have done nothing wrong. Um, and we just got a text in about uh, Jordan, Jordan Dawson. Dawson. Um yeah, not sure we need to read that. It's just being a bit negative about him only being at the club for a, a might, short time. Look, it might be uh, a former Sydney supporter potentially uh, <laughs> there. That's... Well, we've got some audio from Jordan about uh, Tommy Duday. Um, no, he's not disappointed at all. He's, he's, um, he's absolutely pumped for me. I think one thing that we have in the leadership group at Adelaide is we've got a lot of diverse players and um, I think Sloaney touched on his in his presser. I think there's a number of, of us that were willing and able to step up um, if and when obviously Sloaney was to, to call it time for, as a captain. But, I mean, he's he's still a crucial part of the leadership group and I'll be bouncing ideas and leaning on him throughout the year, no doubt. Yeah, I didn't quite read that text right. It's saying a good way to keep the guy at the club is to make him captain. Which yeah. I don't think. No, that's Dawson's not. come back to the Crows because he wanted I to think, be here. I think maybe that's might have been misread there in terms of he is from Adelaide. He's going to finish his career. Uh, he li- I play with him in Sydney. He likes Sydney, but this was always home, so it made sense as to why he was going to come back. He's not leaving Adelaide. He'll be here for the rest of his career. He's a Crow supporter before he went to Sydney. Um, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Uh, but thanks for your text anyway. We love the involvement in the show. Coming up, we're going to. 
Menz is going to play, uh, name his AFL forward line. Yes. And Sturt Footy Club as well. We're going to have someone from there. Casey Voss we will get on the line. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. You're listening to the summer edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Paul Wanza here with my good friend Dan Menzel. Uh, Menz, um, we've had a couple of texts in tonight and you can be part of the show as well. All you got to do is text in 0427 154 It's time to get to your AFL forward line, all thanks to Toolkit Depot. New year means new gear at Toolkit Depot. Toolkit Dep- Depot is your one-stop shop to get back on the tools. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. So if people have missed out on previous shows, Jade Rawlings picked the best seven backline players. You last week picked the best midfield seven. Yep. And now you're about to pick your best forward line seven players. Yes, in going into 2023. Now, being a player as a forward in the AFL, I did say that this would be spot on and correct. But if you disagree, then text in, as we said, on 0427154166. Tell him he's wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. This is what I'm going to start with, Bonds. I'm going to start with the players that are stiff to miss. And there's a handful here that could have easily made this. I'm going to leave out uh, one of my – one of the best players I've ever played with just – Gets it done every single week. Tom Hawkins. He was first yep. in score involvements last year. He is very stiff to miss. Another one I really like is Aaron Norton. I think he's going to have a big year this year. If I look to the medium-sized forwards, um, I've left Bailey Fritch out, who I think wow. can bob up yep. and kick goals from anywhere. I really like the way he plays. And I've left out uh, Tommy Papley as well, another one of my left out Papley. teammates. Uh, yeah, well, I couldn't put them all in there. Couldn't put all my former teammates in there, Bond. So there are a couple of guys that are stiff to miss. Let's get to the forward line. And why not start in the forward pocket? I'm going to go with one of your favourites, Isaac Heaney. Yes, great player. So would you have him over Papley? Uh, yes. Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> it is a tough question, but uh, yes. Okay, so if I go with Heaney in the forward pocket, then at full forward, I'm going to go with Tom Lynch. I just think that he marks the ball uh, in a contested situation as well as anyone in the comp. When he's up and going, he kicks you eight goals a game. Uh, not everyone would pick him, but I'm going Tom Lynch. Well, you've gone Lynch instead of Hawkins, haven't you, really? Yes. When it comes down to it. Yep, and there's another reason why, which I'll get to in a sec. We'll move to the other forward pocket. This guy for mine is the best small forward in the game because he can lay pressure, but he is such a hard one-on-one matchup, and he's actually really good in a contested situation, and that is Charlie Cameron. Any complaints yep. or disagrees there? No. Uh, so Charlie, and, and, and he brings the motorbike Yes, he kicks the goal. Yeah, so he brings that flair, which that. is what we want yeah, we from our flair. forwards. We need flair. Uh, so Heaney in the forward pocket, Lynch at full forward, Charlie Cameron in the other forward pocket. Let's move to the half forward flank. This guy, if he stayed on the park, for more games, didn't get suspended for as many games. Um, he could be the best player in the comp. Like, he's an absolute star, this guy. It amazes me how he gets 26 touches a game and has five kicks, five goals. Toby Green, uh, he doesn't have the attributes of some of these other players. It's it's staggering how good a footballer this guy is. It's uh, just raw talent, isn't it? It is raw talent and oozing talent. 
Talent and just footy smarts. Yeah. He uh, players that have footy smarts uh, are undervalued, and he is absolutely at the top with that. Except when he does dumb things, and that's the one <laughs> thing that lets him down. It's that's not footy smarts. That's just that's lacking just... smarts. But um, Toby Graham on the half yep. forward flank, centre half yep. forward. Uh, now, a reason why I did leave Tom Hawkins out is Jeremy Cameron at centre half forward. I think he gets up the ground well when he is playing a bit higher. He was third last year in score involvements. Uh, I. Couldn't put both the Cats players in. Cats key. So I went with Jeremy Cameron, who some have said is the best player in the comp. Adam Cooney, I think, said that uh, not long yes, ago. So I've got Jeremy Cameron there at centre half forward. And if we move to the other half forward flank, this one I probably found a little bit tougher. Okay. Um, there was a few options there, whether I went Papley as a small, Bailey Fritch as a medium, but I went with Shy Bolton. Uh Shy Bolton was fourth last year in score involvements. So his impact, uh, and we've touched on this before, he doesn't need 30 touches. He doesn't even need 20 touches to dominate and tear apart a game. And that's what he does. Uh, he has 15, kicks two or three goals, and you're like, geez, he was good today. But if you actually watch him, you're like, wow, everything he did had such an impact on the game. And it's why I'd have him in my starting six. Your thoughts? Uh, I Yeah, you have to have Bolton in there. So I'm interested to see who you have on the bench because there's an obvious name that I think isn't in there. Yeah, well, I thought who is your impact player that can come in and opposition defenders don't want to play on him. Jade Rollins named his back six or back seven. I know that none of those players would like to play on this guy, especially fresh coming off the bench. I have I didn't put him in the midfield. I've named Dustin Martin as my seventh forward. I think at his stage of his career right now, you put him in the forward line and – you, he might come on for Shy Bolton on the half full flank and you just let him roam around. And when he gets to that goal square, it's going to make every single defender in the competition nervous. And so if I look at that and go Heaney in the forward pocket, Lynch at full forward, Cameron in the other forward pocket with Green, Cameron and Bolton with Dusty coming off the pine, I'm pretty happy with that forward line, Bonds. That's uh, kicking some goals, that forward line. And when you kick goals, you don't need to lay pressure. That forward line's going to kick enough goals. They're not going to need to lay any pressure. There's some good pressure forwards up there. But it is about winning contests as a forward. It is about kicking goals, converting, and uh, setting your teammates up. And I think these guys do it sensationally. It does sound weird to have Dusty on the bench. <laughs> it and, does. And no Buddy Franklin. But, it, it, yeah, Buddy's coming towards the end of the yeah. career. I completely understand that. But uh, that is one magnificent forward line. Uh, thank you, Paul. I uh, put a bit of time into this. And uh, look, if anyone disagrees, I'd love to hear someone that I have left out. Uh, hard hard to pick because I left out the last two Coleman medalists, the two Carlton players in Kerno and Mackay. But, yeah, I just really like the look of Cameron and Lynch as the two key forwards. So we've now picked a whole team um, minus one player. But we'll what we might do next week or later – probably no, next week we'll leave it to. We'll name that whole side again. So yeah. we'll go from – Jade's back line to the midfield, to the forward line, and then the bench. Yep. And so we've got one player remaining. So, Bonds, your task for the next week will be to find that one player for All us. Right. Don't give it away. That one player on the bench will come down to your call. So, uh, yes, I have to, um, yeah, one player. That's all I get. That's all you get. All right. All right. One, one player. Um, you can be part of the show. Tell tell uh, Menz he's wrong. 0427 154 166. And uh, who would you fit in to that, to that line, lineup? It's a good lineup. It is. And we'll go over it next week. And, uh, yeah, go over some text messages too next week. Um, it's Sample Tuesday, men's.
It is Sample Tuesday, Bonds. Uh, we are going to go to Sturt this week, it is. But um, just for anyone out there listening that maybe isn't a Sturt fan and you'd like to tune in, we have uh, – Sturt is the sixth club that we've done. So if you'd like to tune in, we've already done Centrals, Glenelg, North Adelaide, Norwood and South last week. We've got West to come next weekend, Woodville's Torrens the following week. So, Bonds, here on Sports Day SA, we don't muck around. We go to the top. We've had Presbury, McBean, Aaron Young, Harry Boyd, Sam Skinner, and Casey Voss tonight. So, if you want to listen to those guys who we've already uh, had on over the previous five weeks, get it on any on the podcast. Uh, you'll be able to get it there. We had the state captain on from last year. We've yes. had the McGarry medalist on from last year. Yes. The Jack Odie medalist. Uh, Not mucking around here. The Foss Williams medalist, which is the best on ground in the state game. We had Sammy Skinner, an AFL player. If we're lucky, we might even get the Ken Farmer medalist on. It is your (laughs) – that was funny. It is your home of the sample here on SENSA and Cruise 1323. Uh, Mario texts in just quickly. um, Where's Ginevan? For all-rounded entertainment, this bloke could buy, couldn't buy could buy a free kick last year. I like the call, Mario. He's not quite there yet for mine. He might be in that in a year or two's time, but he's not in that seven. Uh, not that, not yet. He might be my bench player. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Don't give it away. I've got plenty to choose from. You do? Plenty. I'm interested to see who that will be. All right. Let's chat about the mighty Double Blues. Our next guest is brought to us by Tyre Power's big holiday sale. It's on now 25% off selected Kumo passenger and SUV tyres. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. Men's, that song can only mean one thing, is that we have Casey Voss on the line from the Sturt Footy Club. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA. Casey. Hey, how you going? Now, you finished uh, 2022 season with your team. You didn't – you uh, made the finals but knocked out in the elimination final. A little bit disappointing you finished that way? Yeah, it was. I mean, it's always disappointing to obviously lose in a final after, you know, a long a long year. But, um, you know, there's, there's always next year and um, obviously looking to improve on that. Um, but, yeah, it was, was pretty disappointing to, to lose in that elimination final. Now, Vossi, it's men's here. Bonds, I want to get this one out of the way. Vossi's a big sports nut, big sports fan. So I just want to find out, were you happy with the result yesterday in the Super Bowl? Oh, I was. I wanted the Eagles to win. Um, I, was, I was definitely rooting for the Eagles, um, but not unhappy that the Chiefs won. I, I know you'd be pretty flat men's there. Yep, um, yep. As, um, you know, what a, a little holding penalty there at the end. Probably didn't. <laughs> Didn't sit too well with too many Eagles fans. No, I'm trying to move on from it, uh, Vossi, so we might get back uh, onto the footy, I reckon. And the uh, question I've got for you is, uh, Sturt last year, you really launched from the back line last year with obviously yourself uh, down there in the back line uh, as well as Pagey as well. Is that going to be a similar style this year in terms of how you play? Yeah, I mean, it's something that Sturt have probably implemented for multiple years now um you know obviously love to use that that run and carry as well as that you know mark kick game style which which we sort of implemented for a while now and something that we'll probably look to continue this year and uh, a couple of really important players for you i'd like to know the fitness of patty wilson and tom lewis uh, a couple of guns that didn't uh, weren't on the park for the whole season last year so how are they going so far yeah, they're both um, both right in the thick of it in preseason. Both training training the house down. Um, both injury free at the moment, which is 
which is the main thing for both of them. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're looking fit and ready to go for, for round one and, and the season ahead. That's good news. Does Paddy Wilson have to take a pay cut with all the tape that he uses on his shoulders? Or <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a fair few. Um, he gets both done now and you've got the ankles as well. Um, yeah, there's plenty of tape going around for him. He's in the medical room for a long time before the game. I uh, want to ask you about a couple of the recruits, Frederick, McFadgen. Uh, where are they going to play and, and how are they travelling pre-season? Yeah, so they're both um, uh, across in, in, in the back lines. Um, not really too sure on role specifics and all that. Um, obviously still in the midst of pre-season, figuring out um, game styles and et cetera. But they're both fitting to the club really well. Um, get along with, with all the boys and um, yeah, it's, it's great having them around and they're, they're, they're great boys to hang out with um, you know, on the track and also just out and about as well. Jeez, you're going to have a stacked backline next year, Case, if that's, a, if that's the case with uh, Frederick and Mephagin back there as well as yourself. Um, now, look, you had a great season last year. You just missed out on the McGarry medal. You just polled 21 votes, which for a uh, halfback flanker bonds is rather incredible. Aaron Young won it on 23, so only two back. Yep. What's the goal for you this season, Case? Um, it's still probably just have another consistent year. Um, sort of don't want to put, you know, too many expectations on myself. Just um, my last, you know, two, three years have been slowly improving and um, it's just, you know, trying to continue to do the things I do well and, um, you know, slightly improve the things that I'm uh, sort of not as good at and can bring that up to a level to, to make myself a even better player. Now, Case, I've got to ask this one. Stiff last year not to get a look in at AFL level. Is it still a goal or the goal for you moving forward? Oh, I mean, it's always the goal just to play at the highest level you can and um, obviously that is AFL and um, to move into that level to, to be able to play at the highest level is always going to be a goal of mine. Um, so always aspire to, to get to that level, yeah. Talking with Sturt defender Casey Voss, the son of Carlton coach Michael Voss. So hopefully Michael can look after you there. Uh, I'm not sure Dad will do any favours, though. But is that legal? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure on that one, Bonds. But, um, Casey, you got tagged at halfback a bit last year. Um, not something probably any halfback flanker ever expects. Is there, I guess, any learnings to come out of that? Yeah, definitely. I think that was one of the big things that I took out of last year was, was learning to, to deal with that. Um, it was probably the first time I it happened to me was was against was against the Eagles, um, and sort of that game was sort of not one of my better ones because and I from there I just um, was able to adjust and learn and run differently to be able to still be in the game without impacting necessarily and still help my team win. Now, men's mentioned about AFL goals. It's, you played in the state game last year. You won the medal for the best player for South Australia. Was there some added AFL interest after that game? Uh, not too much. Um, it was sort of just, um, you know, same as normal, I guess. Um, not, nothing too added interest at all. It was just, yeah, um, just wanted to obviously, um, it was similar to the usual. I just kept playing the footy that I wanted to play and was enjoying the footy at Sturt, so it didn't really bother me too much at all. What about the experience of playing in the state game? Oh, it was it was amazing just to be able to also just travel with it as well and um, go over to Perth with, um, you know, I've played against all these um, all these boys, you know, multiple times in the last two or three years and to be able to, 
you know, properly meet them and get to know them um, was, was really enjoyable. And then obviously pulling on the uh, BSA jumper as well was, was really memorable. Now, okay, so we'll move away from it because I know you don't love talking about yourself. We'll move on to the team element here. And a uh, couple of questions I've got for you. Is the ruck position for the double blues? It was a consistent battle last year. Where is that at? And uh, who's going to stand up this season? Uh, yeah, so we've still got um, uh, Dan Face Sparks in there at the moment. Um, so I think he's uh, he's been performing really well for us um, as that um, sort of undersized ruckman, but can also get on the ground. It's really good blow his blow his knees and, and can take lots of contested marks around the ground, um, which is which is which is what we need. And um, he's been going through preseason this year and working on those areas. And I think yeah, we'll um, obviously just stick with Dan and. You know, got, got a couple, you know, resting forwards that can uh, take the load off him as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's only 25 years of age, which is young for a developing ruckman. Uh, now, let's move on to the forward line. Uh, you've lost uh, your main goal kicker from last season, Abe Davis. So who's going to stand up and fill the void uh, that uh, Abe has lo- uh, left? Yes, we got um, Lockie Burrows and um, Ollie Gribble are probably the two. Um, uh, mainstay names from last year, which have um, their um, buzz, especially, is really having a big preseason um, and is really taking control of that forward line. Um, we also got Josh Wrench in there as well. He's, he's a young 19, 20 year old who come across from Victoria um, last year. Um, and same with Buzz and Groove, they're working really well together and um, should hopefully look to fill that void that Abe obviously did leave. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting to see. There'll be uh, there's a spot there for those guys to take. Now, before we finish with some rapid fire questions about uh, Sturt in 2023, just want to check in. Uh, do you think Carlton will play finals in 2023? Yes, I will. I will. They okay, good. Um, and there you go. They're definitely making it Carlton fans. Uh, and secondly, on that case, how much uh, actual footy do you actually speak with Dad? Um, not too much, actually. Um, you know, there's, there's a conversation every now and then, but, um, yeah, wouldn't say it's, uh, a lot. Um, you know, after, after my games, we'll chat, um, after his games, we'll chat. But apart from that, yeah, there's not too much footy speak. What do you do away from footy, Casey? Uh, so I work full time, um, in the city uh, for Lucid Consulting. So it's just an engineering um, consulting company. So, yeah, I work, work there full time. Now, Case, before I get into the rapid fire, last one I've got is I touched on you being a big sports lover. Who is your favourite player or team that you follow? In the AFL. Any sport, mate, whichever sport you want to go Any with. Uh, massive, massive Steph Curry fan. Um, yes. So... Um, yeah, follow the uh, follow the Warriors um, a little bit. Um, so just yeah, ma- massive Steph fan. So I think I got five or six basketball Gansies and four of them are Steph. So um, big fan. Huge bonds in the uh, studio is a yeah. Celtics man. So there's a uh, chance we could see them in the uh, could if if the Warriors can get get it together. Um, now, case yeah. rapid fire to finish. Uh, whatever comes to mind first, I'm going to fire a few questions at you here. So. Let's start with who is the player for Sturt fans to watch out for in 2023? Ooh. Um, I'll go, I'll go uh, Marty Frederick. 
Only Frederick there. Uh, outside of Sturt, who is the benchmark team in the competition? Uh, I'll probably go North Adelaide. Good. Uh, the McGarry Medal in 2023, who would you pick to win that right now? Um, if you don't win it, that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go Riley Knight. Yep. Uh, Nina will love that. Uh, two more. Another player from another team that you enjoy watching in the sample. Enjoy watching. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah, this is the tough one. This always gets people, someone from a different team. Um, we'll come back to it. I'll give you a second to think about yeah, it. I've got one more for you. Favourite ground to play at away from home. So away from only Wigan Oval there. I'll go High Sense, so Westies. High Sense. We have had, is this our fifth interview, Bonds? And we've had five different ovals. Didn't, didn't we have someone say High Sense before, maybe? We will well, have, maybe to, not. We'll yeah. have to get Sammy to check the tapes on that one. Um, case, last one. Have you come to an answer on a player from another team in the sample that you enjoy watching? Um, I think I'll just have to go the uh, – watched a couple highlights of the uh, McGarry Medals last year, Aaron Young, and some of the games he played, especially in that, in that final series. So I'll probably have to go him. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. It's an easy one. It's a smart call. Casey, thanks for joining us on the Summer Edition of Sports Tassay. It's been uh, a great chat and hope you have a great season with the Blues once again. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thanks, Case. That's Casey Voss from the Double Blues. Now, Men's, you're going to have a quick look at the Sturt Footy Club in your sample preview. You've done every team so far. Well, most teams, half the teams. Yes, uh, we have. And so Sturt uh, tonight, West Adelaide, we will have next week. So let's uh, move on to them. Let's touch on uh, the Double Blues. Marty Frederick, we asked uh, Casey about, who's an addition for them. Charlie Parker's come across or returned from the Bulldogs there and Mephagin from the Brisbane Lions. So a couple of nice gets for the yes, definitely. footy club. Um, however, they've lost a couple of big names here. And big names, players that play in their spine as well, they need to replace. Sam Wunke, uh, one of the better defenders in the comp, in my opinion. Uh, he is working. So a bit too, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's working. He's overseas. So, uh that's a big loss for them. Uh, and at the other end of the ground, Abe Davis, which we asked him about as well, has gone to Glenunga. Uh, Tom Emmett's another one who got recruited to Fremantle. So there is a few losses there that yeah, they're going like, to have to... I like Tom Emmett. Saw him play a couple of really solid games last year and uh, his talent. Absolutely. So they're going to have to try and replace those guys. Uh, let's touch on their strengths first. And it was no surprise last year, and I asked Casey about this early in the piece, uh, is there rebounding defenders? With Case and with uh, Guy Page... Uh, and their mids that get back to help their defence. They're able to launch from their back line and really rebound well, and they did that really well last year. Do they have a weakness, the double blues? Uh, for mine, it is, and it has to be their attack. Uh, Marty's a very much defensive-minded coach, uh, and they don't give up too many scores. But now that Abe Davis has gone, who takes up that position? Uh, Case mentioned Burroughs, Gribble, Ranch up there. They need to find someone who can kick 30, 35 goals a year, which Abe did. But not just that, we saw when they got to Adelaide Oval last year against Glenelg, they kicked five goals. I think it was in the final. They need to find ways to be able to put a score on the board. Agreed. Who is there going to be their most improved? Most in 
proved or most valuable, I'm actually going to go with Sorry? this one, Bonds, and I'm going to say it's Paddy Wilson. Uh, what he adds to that group, uh, he's that class that goes with the real grunt of Lewis and Battersby. they got some really good mints in there. When he was up and firing in the first five rounds last year, it's no surprise they were on top of the ladder. So he's really important for them. And to have success this year and maybe win the whole thing, who needs to perform? Yeah, look, for them to be successful this year, they need a ruckman to stand up and the forward line needs to perform. I'm not going to name an individual because we're not sure. Case was the one who named a few. But if it's Faye Sparks in the ruck, they need some forwards to stand up and he needs to play well if he gets the gig. I think it's really important for them. And so if that happens, Bonds, where do you potentially see the double blues finishing this year? I'm, I'm a bit with you. I'm not sure how many goals they're going to kick. Uh, Burrows and Gribble have been around a little while and haven't haven't had that chance. So maybe with Abe Davis away, it frees them up to perform. But I see them in that sort of four to seven range. Yeah, fair, fair. They're, they're, they're going to be thereabouts in every game this year. Uh, great work to Sammy, our producer, who has... Actually found out that uh, we did. We have had Hysons answer oh, twice now. Yeah. Uh, Harry Boyd was the one who That's said that. So uh, two players have uh, backed in West Adelaide's ground there, which is uh, good to see that Hysons is getting a good run there. It's a good deck. It is a good deck. No, it's been a jam-packed show, men's, once again. And we thank Casey Voss for joining us. And we hope you can join us tomorrow here on the Summer Edition of Sports ASA. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia.